Hold on, girl. Let me take this. Hold on, hold on. Hello? You ain't gotta like me, but you gonna like what I have to say. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode five. It's your girl, Margaret. As always, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. You can be anywhere in the world doing anything else, but you are listening to me. And for that, I thank you. As you can see from today's episode, we are going to be talking about cheaters. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Um, I think it's only right to help you guys understand today's episode if I did a little story time on the first time I got cheated on. (laughs) Um, So to get into the organization of today's episode, I'm going to deliver you guys my story time on how I got cheated on for the very first time. Um, Also, I plan on possibly giving you guys some coping skills. Um, And I'm not talking about your Martha Stewart coping skills, okay? Not the better road taken situations here. I'm just going to give it to you how the fuck I deal with it, I guess. Um, And then lastly, maybe some ranting advice. Who knows? We'll see how it goes. I do want to be very clear before I start today's episode that if you are looking for reasons why people cheat, you're not going to find them here. (laughs) I don't give a fuck. Google will sit here and tell you 20 plus reasons why people cheat and they're fucking liars. Okay. There's no way, no how that anybody knows why people cheat because you are not in their headspace. Okay. Just know that this, that when people do things to you, they do it with a purpose that serves themselves, period. That's all I got for you. So sis, if you are out here looking for reasons why, you better hit that Google because you ain't going to find them on this episode ever. Mm -mm. But let's get into the story time. So um, this person that cheated on me... Lord, I guess let me give a little background. So those of you that know, I am biracial. I'm Puerto Rican and black. And growing up, all I used to do was talk to black guys, okay? A couple of different reasons, I guess. Like for me, I felt like I could connect with them better. The vibe was there. They had, I guess, swag, you can say. That's what they used to say back then. (laughs) And um, I don't know, like I could not connect with Spanish guys for nothing. Like... They used to bother me, for real. Like, some. I'm not saying all but some. But, I mean, y'all know in the Bronx. Like, they had them skinny jeans, too much fucking gel, getting their eyebrows done. Like, I just can't. I just, I could not relate. And then, also, even though I was raised by a Puerto Rican mother, my ass barely knew Spanish, okay? Mm Mm-mm. I mean, I was lucky. Lucky, lucky that, you know, I was able to get some words out there. But, like, I could never hold a conversation with their mama. (laughs) Ever. Okay, so I just couldn't relate to them. But, 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 I ended up testing the waters, okay, with the Spanish man. And it was on, it was when I was getting ready to graduate from high school, actually. And this Dominican boy had added me on MySpace. And little did I know, honey, what the fuck I was getting myself into. (laughs) Okay, so... Yeah, added me on MySpace. You know, we got the talking. I think we exchanged like aims because at the time I had the sidekick and he did too, I think. And then, you know, all that little extra cute shit, whatever. You know, when you used to be on the phone, fall and sleep on the phone, all that little extra shit. So got the talking and then we did finally meet. Um, I remember it was on the bridge actually because I used to live in Red Park Towers 
and it was right by the little supermarket or whatever we met because um, I found out that he actually had a mutual friend of a boy that lives in my building plus went to my high school. So, you know, he was kind of A1 it. <laughs> Wasn't, you know, creepy, nothing that. So anyway, we decided to make it official right before going away to college. Mm-hmm, a mess. And um, yeah, so he was going away, states away, and I was going away upstate. So it was going to be a really, really far away fucking kind of relationship. Very long distance, honey. So yeah, so basically I went off to college, so did he. You know, we vowed to communicate all that cute shit that you do in a relationship. And I mean, it worked, I guess. Um, it got to the point where he was like, I really want to see you. Let me fly you out. He bought me a plane ticket. This was probably like month two or something. Okay. Bought me a plane ticket. So he flew me out, spent the whole weekend with him. Um, in my mind, I was like, oh, this is dope. Okay. Like your girl's first time on an airplane. <laughs> all that in a whole other state. You know, I mean, it wasn't the best state. I won't say the state though. Because <laughs> then y'all, some of y'all will know who I'm talking about. But um, yeah, so I mean, I guess the whole vibe was good. Everything went well. And oh my God, I wasn't even fresh off. Why well, was? I was fresh off the fucking bus. Feet on the campus ground. When this motherfucker texted me talking about it's over. <laughs> I mean, I was so fucking confused. Heartbroken. Shit. Mad as hell, sad as hell. I mean, I don't even know what other words to use, honey. Okay, because it was like, you flewed me out, you dicked me down, and then you deaded me? <laughs> what the fuck? I was just like, didn't get it. And then I remember I went back to my room, I told my roommate, and then, you know, I was all in my bag. And then, yo, she started playing Boys to Men, End of the Road. I remember this shit all the time when we get played, and my ass was stupid crying. <laughs> In my fucking feelings over this dumb nigga, okay? And I was just so hurt. And so I remember I joined the cheerleading team. I even tried to talk to other niggas. Like, I remember on the baseball team, even probably somebody on the basketball team. Like, I was just all over the place. I ain't fuck nobody, yo. Let's be clear. Um, but I was out here just talking, kikiing, going to the little house parties and shit. And, um, yeah. And I thought, I was like, okay, I'm gonna try to get over this shit. But then it was like, something struck my nerve because I was just like, you know fucking what? This ain't good enough. Like none of this shit that he's doing is adding up, okay? <laughs> so I don't know how I did it y'all, but um, I jumped on that good old MySpace and I got the search in. And you know, like they say, what happens in the dark comes to light, honey. And that sure shit fucking did. <laughs> so, I don't know how, but I came across this girl's page and like she did everything I did. And y'all like, what? Like, so y'all know when y'all in a relationship and how you put your initial, his initial, the date y'all got together. Y'all remember that little cute shit you used to do, how y'all tag y'all pictures, that was your tagline on MySpace. And then you probably had, you know, the little matching pictures or the kissy pictures of you and your little loved one, whatever. So yeah, like, oh my God, like the bitch just took my whole being, <laughs> everything, my all my aesthetics, honey, was on her fucking MySpace. And I'm like, wait, what? So I got some of my friends, I think, to add her, if I remember. And then I did question her, ultimately. And I was like, how are you with him if this when we started dating? I was just over there 
all this stuff. So it kind of got exposed pretty much that he was um, messing with her probably like the month that I got there kind of thing. And, you know, it, it was messy. Okay. I mean, to the point that my friends was coming for her friends. And what's kind of funny on a side note is, is that one of her friends is actually now a friend of mine on Instagram and Facebook. I mean, we took that shit from MySpace over there. I, we be liking each other's pictures, all that. I know y'all like weird, <laughs> but yeah. But anyway, so yeah, so ultimately it turned out he cheated on me and I was shocked as fuck because I mean, this motherfucker was good at finessing. And I mean, I was so blindsided, I didn't even see it coming. I mean, let's think about it for a second. What man would sit there and spend money on you and fly you thousands of miles to see his ass only for his ass to break up with you and be with white girl? <laughs> what? It didn't add up. Okay, sis. So I went through it for a while, yo. And I guess this is where I can get into some of the coping, I guess. I don't know. I'm going to tell you one thing, though. In the very beginning of me coping with this situation, I made a lot of bad fucking choices. And bad choices for my mental health, okay? And I don't think I realized how important it is to have your sanity and your peace until I got older. Okay. But, you know, when you're young, you're dumb. So, I mean... I guess the first thing that I did was I was like, okay, we not together. I need to know what he's up to. I need to know about his whereabouts, who he with, who he not with or whatever. And so, I mean, your girl was out here having her friends at him or at people that knew him and um, having my friends report back to me. It got to a point, I think at one point I tried to like hack his photo bucket. Cause you know, that's when photo bucket was lit y'all. <laughs> and um, just doing a lot of, extra shit just to kind of keep up with what the fuck he was doing. I guess to me, if I knew the most information about him, I would feel better, I guess. I don't know how, but it got to the point where it was like, you know, I'm over here obsessing over somebody else's life and your girl's life is taking the back seat. Not cute at all. And um, I didn't find out T like how he got back with a girl from high school and then she went ahead and had a whole baby on him. <laughs> Karma, huh? And, and then, yeah, so, you know, I did all these things to, um, I guess, quote unquote, cope with the situation. And it was just terrible, terrible things to do, honey. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Um, plot twist here, though. Um, months later, we ended up getting back together. Yeah, stupid ass me took his ass back. Um, but I will say this is that he did do things to, I guess, make me or reassure me that he was in the relationship for real. And it was very serious because, I mean, it led to more meet meetings, more fly, flying out there type of shit and all that extra shit to him. And um, ultimately, though, I did end the relationship and I'll probably get into that later, maybe. But I did end the relationship in the end because I was just like, sis. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, so like I said, with the whole coping thing, like, that was just so bad. It was so, so bad. But I will tell you this is that, you know, the things that I did do in that relationship did set the foundation for my next relationship because I did vow to myself that I refuse to get blindsided or cheated on again. So therefore, here is my number one coping skill. <laughs> number fucking one, okay? You need to ask that motherfucker directly. <laughs> Y'all like, that don't work. You're right, it don't work. But you need to still ask. And I'm gonna hear me why. Because then when we go into number two, can't nobody say nothing to you. 
you need to ask people directly. I am very, very big on being a straight shooter. Okay. If I have something on my mind, I say it. If I have a fucking question, I ask it. I'm not going to sit here and play Little Miss Cleo or Mind Reader, whatever to you. No, I'm going to be fucking upfront with you. I'm one of those people that, you know, what's on your mind and you thinking and you begging to say it, but you so scared. Nope, that's not me. Okay. Ask them directly. You need to ask these men, are you cheating on me? Period. Ask it. Very direct and stern, okay? Put a little bass in your voice, serious in your face, okay? Whatever you got to do, ask it. Now, if that man chooses not to answer you directly or honestly, then you go on to step number two. For me, step number two is, I'm going to go through your motherfucking phone. <laughs> Y'all are like, what? <laughs> no, seriously, because you brought it on yourself, because in step one, we asked you directly, but you refused to answer me directly and honestly. So therefore, here are the consequences step two, which means I'm going to go through your shit <laughs> while you're sleeping. I'm going to go through your Snapchat. I'm going to go through your Instagram, your Facebook, Facebook messages. Shit, I'm going to go through your email. Shit, I'm going to go through your motherfucking text threads. I don't give a fuck. Whatever little fucking clues there may be, I'm going through it all. Why? Why, why, why? And let me be clear, because I've heard people say, oh, if I got to go through his phone, I don't want him. It ain't about nothing to do with wanting somebody. Or, oh, you think because you don't go through a man's phone or go through somebody's shit or look through their email that, oh, that makes you self-esteem is low. No, sis. It means I'm not wasting my time. Because time is of the essence. Okay, you got one fucking life to live. And if I asked you directly the first time and you refuse to give me the real fucking tea, <laughs> then my ass is just going to have to sit here and be on my private investigator shit and look shit up. I need to find my answers. And there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I don't care. Some people may disagree. It has nothing to do with my self-esteem because I'm very sure of myself. But hear me out. That's why I said in step one, you need to ask. But if people cannot be upfront with you, then you need to find your own answers, okay? Because I have zero time or patience to wait for karma to do her fucking job. Let alone, I have zero patience or time to wait for the motherfucking light bulbs to turn on in that fucking dark room. No, I'm not waiting for the fucking darkness to come to light. No, thanks. I fucking asked you. If you couldn't be at 100 then, then you know what? I'm being 100 in your phone. <laughs> So yeah, there's nothing wrong with that, in my opinion. Now, some people choose to do it otherwise, and that's their business, but it's worked for me because it has saved me from being with some dog as no good as motherfucking niggas. For real, okay? It has, seriously. I mean, so, like I said, I'm all about getting my answers, and I need them now. Mm-mm. Truth be told. And then, you know, the third thing that I would say would help me with coping was time. Time takes time. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be real with you. Some people might say, oh, go, go fuck the next nigga. Go to the club. Go be with your friends. I'm going to be real. None of that shit work. Okay. Sitting on the next dick is just asking yourself for disappointment. Okay. Going to the club just sits there and drowns your sorrows into that motherfucking $12 drink and seeing a whole bunch of people all cuffed up or not cuffed up. 
No thanks. Being with your friends, no, because probably nine times out of ten, one of your sis is the bitter Betty. Then you got another sis who's super in love. Nobody want to be around that shit. No. So for me, time, 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 and all those other things that you can do are just crutches to get by. But it takes time. I mean, and what I mean by that is, is that when your heart, when your mind, when your soul, all of that come together and say, "Oh fuck that nigga," that's when you good. <laughs> So it takes time and I don't know when. Shit, I won't be real. I will not lie to you, I mean. And I will be real and say that literally, it wasn't until I got into my next serious relationship that I was like, oh yes, fuck that nigga. I mean, in the end, I broke up with him. And I broke up with him not because he cheated again, but because I was fed up. So a part of me, the time and everything came to, to itself and shit. And I mean, I still lived with some regret. Like, oh, I can't believe I broke up with him. How could you do that, girl? But then I was just like, bitch, he had you crazy. Come on. He had you crazy in these streets, okay? And even though he was doing quote unquote right by me, we still was fucking fussing and fighting and all of that, changing MySpace songs and shit. But still, but still, honey, it was just not, no, it wasn't good for my soul. And I was just like, I remember we was going to this baby shower. We was all matching Air Max and shit. I got out the cabin. I was like, nigga, I ain't going in there with you. I'm not going to pretend I'm happy. Fuck that. I deaded his ass right there. It's like, bye. <laughs> Remember, it's like, <laughs> that's it. And from then on, it was like, you know, I talked to other people and I think me and him try to be friends. And I mean, it was like, whatever. And, um, but yeah, like seriously, like it just takes time. And I don't, I don't know when, but yeah, that's kind of what worked for me. You know, in the end, it's like, how much more do you want? to feel the way you feel, you know, and how much is enough is enough for you, you know? So that's where I'm at <laughs> with shit. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so hopefully today's episode has helped any of you guys going through somebody that's cheated on you or if you've been cheated on. Um, again, I know my coping skills are unconventional to some of you motherfucking, you know, ooh, I'm better than, I'm so secure in my life. Girl, bye. <laughs> tell you this ain't nothing wrong with a little crazy <laughs> but don't let the crazy get to you in your peace period <laughs> okay you know find your answers and move the fuck on but if you out here searching day and night day and night day and night then sis you need a therapist mm -mm. okay like i said just seek the answers you need and keep it pushing but until next episode you guys have a good one and thank you so much for listening